Welcome to the Family Man Tactical Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. We're coming to you every week to discuss topics for family protectors. We're about creating community for tactical dads and moms, doing the work to become better protectors and providers, and being force multipliers for good. So come on in, sit back, relax, and let's have some fun. All right, welcome back this week. Uh, we got the Family Protector Security Test. Uh, before we get into that, I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving um, kind of weekend, holiday. I know I did, seriously. Uh, I had five days off, and man, I'll tell you what, I needed that. I went by like a, like a blink, and uh, great family time. So that was good. Came back recharged. Obviously, it took a week off on the podcast. Um, so now we're back at it. Uh, and again, before we get into the meat and potatoes here of the podcast, I just want to want to say, look, if if you are not following us on social and uh, that's something that you do have an account, go over to at Family Man Tactical on Instagram and uh, give us a follow and maybe share um, on your account for us and, and kind of build the following there. We'd really appreciate the help. Uh, you can also find us on uh, Facebook at Family Man Tactical as well. And then over in the profile on Instagram, you can sign up uh, for our digital magazine. Um, we, we're going to be sending out like a monthly um, you know, email that's a, in digital magazine format. Uh, send out topics uh, that concern family protectors, uh, gear reviews, etc. We're in the process of launching our website right now. Uh, so that's good too. I just I'm a bit of a per, uh, perfectionist there, so I'm holding back on hitting the launch button until we get it just where I want it. Um, so there's that. Yeah. So a lot happening. Um, again, you know this this brand launched uh, at the end of 2020 and took about the first six months or so to kind of write the business plan, figure out what we wanted to do with it and how we wanted to approach this brand um, and then started launching podcasts first and then got onto social. And so in that amount of time, we've got um, a decent amount of followers um, in a grassroots kind of uh, fashion there. The podcast gets a lot of hits. So again, I'm so thankful. Um, this is really cool and it's something I'm passionate about in my life. I just, you know, I see our country and the shape it is, the problems that we have, and I can't help but think that, you know, if if our men and women too were better protectors and more more focused on protecting not only uh, the the body and the home and the physical things, but protecting our minds and uh, you know what what gets into it the 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 noise from the media and, you know, social and all that kind of stuff, the negative stuff that we let into our, our uh, daily lives, if we could be better pro protectors in that regard and, um, you know, provide our families with what they truly need, you know, good family time. Yeah, we need, we need to have a roof over our heads and yeah, we're focused on preparedness and stuff like that, but the underlying current there is, um, to provide our friends and our family with meaningful interaction and stuff like that. So not to get too deep on everybody right away in the podcast, but you know, those were some themes that we wanted to hit on. And, um, 
I don't know. I, I think uh, I think the positive feedback across the board, whether it be on social, the podcast, or um, elsewhere, you know, is is just really. I feel honored. So anyway, we're gonna keep doing that. Now let's get into the security test here. Truth in advertising here. Um, I got this from uh, John Lovell, uh, the idea, um, and he had put out a great YouTube uh, video. So if you get a chance, go over and just kind of um, in in YouTube, just put in the search engine uh, "War Poet Security Test," and he'll have his up there. Now that guy's got a serious background of uh, you know former uh, ranger, um, combat veteran. Um, you know, he'd done work as a missionary, an EMT. Um, he's been some places and done some things across a broad spectrum. Um, so I think you should watch that video. I took uh, the security test here and I tweaked it a bit um, for some things that I, I, I made it, for me anyway, I made it harder for me. Um, and I set the bar a bit higher for myself um, just because I... I've been around some good mentors and I know um, where I want to be. So I, I, grade, I graded myself on the security test a little bit <laughs> harsher than um, maybe uh, maybe the, the War Poet test was for, for the folks out in YouTube land. Now, and that's, that's the thing I want to say is um, this is definitely subjective. So you can kind of move the bar around with where you think is reasonable for your situation. Um, and that's totally fine. This is not a, well, I scored a 77% and you only scored a 56, you know, out of 100 or something like that. That's not what this is about. It's about um, running that race and trying to get better and seeing realistically with what you know today and what you know is out there, you know, um, where are you at? And as you learn more, the criteria for this security test is going to change, right? Because what happens if you don't know what you don't know? How are you going to grade yourself against that, right? So this maybe will help those out there that don't know what they don't know. And maybe give them uh, a little perspective on what they should be grading themselves on. And for those that know what they're doing, well, <laughs> I probably shouldn't be teaching you. You should be teaching me, right? Um, so anyway, let's jump into it. And uh, yeah. Okay, so I put... 10 categories here, um, just like uh, just like the War Poet Society did, and that's cool. Uh, the first one was home security. Um, so those criteria are basically, you know, for your home security, do you have cameras uh, set up um, outside? Uh, do you have uh, door braces uh, for when you're asleep at night or, you know, essentially unaware, um, you know, and do you have an alarm? Do you have outdoor lighting? Do you have a, a dog? Um, and do you have a means to address those threats? Now, they called it staging guns, but, you know, I, I'm not going to jump too deep into that in this category. Essentially, do you have a means to quickly address a threat if it were trying to kick down your door? Um, I also added fire extinguishers um, because that's a, that's a huge um, cause of badness in people's lives is, is house fires. Uh, they happen very quickly, uh, just like somebody kicking down your door. So can you get to fire extinguishers on all of your floors very easily? Um, and here's another thing I added. Um, have you actually rehearsed addressing these threats um, from 
being in your bed, from being on the couch watching TV uh, with your spouse. You know, if you don't have a gun on you at all times in your home, because some people don't, uh, you know, do you have a gun in the shower with you? Probably not. There was a news story about some guy that did that not too long ago, and that was uh, my wife and I had a, a good laugh about that. But he defended himself, and so who's laughing now, right? Anyway, yeah. How do you have you rehearsed getting to a gun if it's not on you, and what you do with your family members? So. Look, I have done those things, and while I started out really good on this test, it goes downhill from here, so you guys can laugh at, at my uh, lack of uh, security prowess, okay? Uh, but I gave myself a five on that. Those are things that I've spent time on. Um, I can get better, and I will get better, but that's not the point of the test. The point of the test is not saying, hey, if you get a five in a category, um, and I probably should have explained that. The score is from... Uh, zero to five. So generally one to five, right? But if you don't do any of those items, you should get a zero, right? Um, but I gave myself a five, not that I can't do better, but for my home, I've set these things up the best I can. Um, the, the only thing that maybe I could do better is have a huge dog, okay? Um, but we do have a means of um, alerting us to uh, strangers um, approaching the property, and uh, I can discuss that another time. So, uh, next one is firearms and blades. Um, and the criteria is, you know, do you carry every day? Do you carry a firearm every day? Do you train with it regularly? Um, do you do you carry a fighting knife? Um, and do you have the appropriate gear, the holsters? Um, enough guns and ammo, so, guns and ammo, and and those sort of things. So, uh, truth be told, I I gave myself one. I train with my EDC religiously every day, um, and not just laser and marksmanship, but I, I practice um, all sorts of drills, um, whether it be emergency reloads, malfunctions, um, shooting in and around. Um, structures and stuff like that. So I train that. I try to take about 15 minutes every day and, uh, and hit those items, um, even if it's just dry fire. So there's that. Uh, but I knocked myself down because although I carry um, a blade for self-defense, I don't feel that it's really easy to access like maybe a clinch pick would be. Um, and you can learn more about that um, with Craig Douglas's work. The reality is getting a, a folding knife out, um, even if it's a, a quick release, it's, look, if you've ever done combatives training and tried to access a fixed blade um, in scenario training, it's not easy. And now figure in trying to flip a blade open, um, it's uh, in the middle of a struggle. That, that's not really easy. And that's probably when you would access it, you know. You wouldn't sit there and brandish a folding knife at somebody. That's generally not a not a wise move to do because you should either be going for your gun at that point or creating distance, right? So, uh, but the laws in the area I live in, um, carrying around a concealed fixed blade like a clinch pick, which would be ideal for defense, is is just not an option there. So I knocked myself down. And somebody might say, "Hey, that's not your fault." Well. It's the situation in which I'm in, 
Um, and at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It's, you know, I, I feel that I could be better served with a, a fixed blade clinch pick, um, but I'm not going to carry one um, for, for my reasons. Okay, so I gave myself a four. Okay, let's move on. Um, Hand-to-hand -hand skills. Okay, um, so originally the test was stand-up, ground, and weapons. I broke it out because it's not as simple as that. Um, I broke it out to stand-up fighting, right? And that includes kicking, punching range, trapping, and the stand-up clinch, okay? Um, and then ground fighting, right? Um, then, then I broke it out further into mass attack, essentially fighting more than one person. And that's, as 2021 and 2020 have shown us, that's a, there's a high probability um, that if you're in an altercation that you could be fighting multiple people. And I've heard some pretty lame excuses as to, you know, why, why that shouldn't be addressed. One of them, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. Because uh, I don't want to disparage anybody. I uh, came out of a really good uh, martial arts uh, training group, but basically said you'd be better served to ask them not to, to fight or to fight them one on one. And I think that's crap. Okay. Um, fighting more than one person is not ideal, but I look at it like survival, right? Being, you know, in a plane crash and surviving in the Andes Mountains. Um, you know, that's not something that would be your first choice for survival, but you don't get to pick. And sometimes we don't get to pick. So you got to train to that situation. So there are ways to address mass attack um, to lessen the chances that you're going to go night night. Um, and that's, again, not the purpose here. But if you've never had training in that regard, that's something that's important. Um, on our knife defense, again, that's not an ideal situation. Um, hopefully you'd have your firearm on you. Uh, but if you did, it wouldn't be unarmed knife defense, right? So um, Red Zone uh, Knife Defense uh, program put out by Jerry Wetzel is a very good uh, uh, way to learn some of those concepts and start pressure testing them um, with the right people and, and maybe um, hopefully you already have a martial arts background. So there's that. And then fighting to your pistol. So again, um, I'm a huge proponent of Craig Douglas's um, Shivworks program, fighting to your pistol. Um, and I've done quite a bit of training in that regard as well. So all those things being put together in this kind of soup, you'd think, oh, Chris, you probably gave yourself a high score. I didn't. Because what I know about all of these things and where I've graded myself um, I know that it takes religious and constant practice to be really good, right? And now, in the last five years, I have not spent the time that I feel is necessary to give myself a high score. That's I'm just being honest with y'all. Again, there's no ego involved in this. It's just a matter of, hey, this is where I'm at, and this is what I could do to, to be better. So... I've had some really good trainers. I've had some awesome training partners. Um, and I've got some really good course curriculum to knock the rust off and all that kind of stuff. I just need to make a better commitment to get that done. So I gave myself a three out of five. There it is.
Gave myself a three out of five. Okay, so moving on. Lifestyle and decisions. Our lifestyle and decisions obviously um, affect whether we're you know, aware and ready to meet a threat or not. And in this case, you know, the, there was kind of, in the original security test, it was, hey, do you avoid stupid places and being uh, with stupid people? And um, I think there was another one, but I just, I, I went with that. Uh, so we're going to grade ourselves on, uh, do you avoid uh, stupid places and stupid people? Um, and I put in there a couple other items. Do you have an active lifestyle? Because active lifestyles uh, for folks uh, promote uh, better cognition. Better cognition and alertness is obviously translates into um, being more aware and having better overall personal security. Same thing with eating right. Eating right promotes good brain function. Good brain function, again, goes into alertness. You see the point. And then here's the last one. Are you, do you avoid being in an altered state? Now, obviously some of us, there's, there's going to be a time where we're, we're not present in the mind because we're sleeping. We, we have this failure point where we have to sleep. <laughs> so there's that. But at the same time, you know, um, are you going out and getting drunk? Are you going out and getting high? Um, you know, look, this is not a sermon. This is just from a security standpoint. And, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily proud of my uh, earlier days as a young man um, because, hey, I've had a few too many beers before. And this is real talk for, for family men and protectors. And, you know, I'll, I'm not shy about saying that, hey, I'm a Christian um, and I'm, I'm held to a certain standard. But I'm also not shy about saying I have messed up before. And I have, I used to be a party guy and, and have a lot of fun and stuff when I shouldn't. Um, and by the grace of God, um, I've seen the light that, you know, hey, going out and getting hammered um, and is not a good thing. So hopefully you can, you can take what I'm sharing with you. Um, I know I have a broad spectrum of listeners and we've communicated back and forth. Uh, but again, I think just being real. Is, is the most important part. So hopefully you don't judge me too too harshly there, but that's the reality. Um, when when we're when even when you're buzzed, you, you've got you don't have the ability to protect your loved ones, um, and it's easy to say, well, you know, and, and this is not me saying, you know, this is somebody that will sit down and and have a um, a rocker glass of, of bourbon slowly over a couple hours or have a beer or something like that. But who I am today and how I handle those items is different than, you know, a long time ago. Um, specifically uh, because of religious reasons, you know, I, I don't think it's okay to be in an altered state of mind, but also um, because I'm not being a good protector. So that's something not to belabor the point, um, but that last one's important because there's, there's a lot of stuff going on where people, um, you know, are under the influence of THC, not even, not even talking about illegal drugs. Right. And yeah, uh, that's a, that's a whole different topic in and of itself. And, and, uh, you know, just trying to be a good protector and a good husband. So I gave myself, um, a four in, in that area overall. 
Uh, one, because I can eat better. Um, you know, that's, <laughs> that's something I'm struggling with. I can eat better, put better uh, nutrients into my body. I have I've been taking uh, multivitamins and uh, you know, definitely trying to be more active. Uh, so I'm in a management position and I spend a lot of time be behind these huge monitors um, directing traffic in, in my work and you know it's easy to sit and have a sedentary uh, lifestyle so I've tried to counteract that a little bit by um, doing kettlebell exercises in my my home office there and um, sporadically throughout the day which is good um, but still I could get better with where I know I should be at I gave myself a four out of five okay um, fitness so that kind of you know I kind of Hit, like active lifestyle and eating right but fitness I mean like real fitness like hey um, I'm going to work out now I'm not just getting up and doing some side bends but I'm actually gonna get a good sweat going on and uh, make my muscles sore for the next day okay so I've got uh, strength speed endurance agility and flexibility now the good thing is some of these items can be hit out by doing um, combatives martial arts training uh, flexibility and agility, endurance um, can be hit in kind of a parallel fashion, um, but it's not bad to go out and go for a run or go for a long bike ride that just isolates the endurance factor. Um, a couple months ago when the weather was better, I was doing a lot better. I was outside, I was bike riding for, you know, um, gosh, probably. At one point, I was doing about 30 miles a week. And if you knew me uh, personally, you'd sit there and be like, hey, yeah, that's, you know, for Chris, that's that's pretty good, man. He's, <laughs> he's getting out there and, and getting some uh, endurance training and stuff like that. Strength, I'm, I'm hitting it now uh, with my kettlebells. And uh, uh, I try to run through my martial arts, too, on a regular basis uh, to maintain the speed uh, for stand-up game. So there's there's that. Um, again, that's one of those things. Um, I think overall I, I could do a, a, a quite a bit better though. So I gave myself a three out of five. Um, not not pulling any punches here. Oh, okay. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna go back real quick. I was looking. Uh, speaking of uh, martial arts, so another thing that pulled my score down in hand to hand. Um, or fighting skills was the ground game. Um, I've got a bit to learn there. Uh, so <laughs> um, I do have some survival skills on the ground, uh, but that pulled my skill down. So, okay, well, let's forward the tape back to fitness. I got a three out of five. I think I can do better. All right, let's see where we're at with self-reliance. So this kind of affects the family as well. Um, but overall, you know, if you're self-reliant, um, you have a little bit better security. Okay, so uh, do you have food, money, and ammunition put away? Okay, if you do, that's great. Um, are you sufficient, more self-sufficient through farming? And that's very subjective because um, very few people have the land, let alone the time, to sit there and farm to the point where their family could be 100%, excuse me, um, sufficient. The other thing is, do you have a water supply? You know, are you on well water? Do you have not like, oh, hey, can I go get water um, 10 miles away from the river? But do you have a literal 
close by water source either on your property or that you can walk to that you know that nobody would be trying to keep you from, you know, or that you wouldn't have to fight your way to in, in hard times. Um, the other thing is alternate ener energy. Do you have an alternate energy source? Um, I gave myself my family. Oh, and do you have an ability to handle waste if your trash is not being picked up and your toilet stopped flushing? Okay, so there's that. Um, I gave myself and my family a four, um, maybe a three, but I'll give us a four for now. We, we have gotten into gardening um, and farming. Um, I say farming, gardening. Let's be honest, it's gardening. Uh, so we are in the summer months supplementing um, our food with what we grow, but it's not enough. And um, so I've, I've definitely, uh, I knocked us down to a four, but I want to be realistic with what I think we can do. We do have plenty of food put away and, and we have money put away and ammo. Um, we are capable of handling waste outside of our flush, flushable toilets. Um, so there's that. And then, um, you know, I do have an alternate water source, thankfully. That's something on my property that's really cool and not a lot of people know about. Um, and it's enough water where I could actually help uh, some of my family, um, my family, my uh, neighbors out too. Um, there's that. And then alternate energy. I've gotten into uh, solar and learning how to calculate what I can run and what I can't run. Um, and it's not a lot, but it could be enough for um, some warming blankets in the in the winter months at nighttime, um, some fans in the summertime, uh, things like that, some lighting. Um, so I'm learning quite a bit more about that and I'm, I'm excited, but I actually have those items and I have been playing with them. So um, yeah, that's, that's how I gave myself a four on that. Um, but again, I think with the self-sufficiency through farming, I'm looking at this like, hey, could I take care of my family for a year's time? Um, and that's kind of more along the topic of indefinitely, and that's kind of hard to answer. So again, I struggled back and forth with a three to a four, gave myself a four. Um, maybe that, that'll offset some of the tough, uh, tough grades I gave myself uh, throughout this test. All right, medical. So have you been trained in life-saving sa uh, techniques? I'm saying not just, um, not just Red Cross first aid, but also maybe um, TC3, Tactical Combat Casualty Care, um, with the MARCH acronym, um, Combat Lifesaver items, you know? And do you have those things at your house? Do you have tourniquets? Do you have chest seals? Do you have uh, emergency trauma dressings and compressed gauze and nasopharyngeal airways and um, things like that? Um, and do you keep them with you? You know, do you keep them in your car? All that kind of stuff. So there's that. Um, you know, that's just uh, that's something to keep in mind. And then do you keep up on that training? So I have hit all those three things, um, but I need some work on keeping up on that training because they are perishable skills. So I gave myself a three. Um, situational awareness. Um, do you maintain situational awareness outside? Um, great example is um, Pat McNamara's uh, five meter sweep when you're getting out of your car. Do you look within the first five meter five meters 
of yourself getting out of your car and then a 25 meter sweep um, so back and forth um, and pay attention to who's looking at you who's watching you um, and, and that sort of thing I had a funny story about that um, but that they'll have to wait for another time um, are you have you trained in criminal psychology at all um, are you able to read uh, pre-threat indicators um, from from bad guys are you well-versed with crime statistics, um, and do you keep your head out of your phone when you're out and about? I, I think I, I gave myself a four in that. I studied quite a bit on those, those things, um, and again, had some great training resources, but um, there's always room to improve. And then the la uh, second to last thing is fighter mindset. So, um, you know, have you been in multiple near-death situations? Um, have you been in fights where you know you can hold your own? Are you able to not only de-escalate a fight that's that's looking to happen or about to happen, if possible, uh, but still have the readiness to flip the switch and stop the threat? Um, and then have you been in real survival situations? So those kind of develop the fighter mindset, um, not giving up, being ready to, to stop whatever threat it is. Um, I have been in a couple near-death situations where folks uh, meant harm, so that's um, I do have that experience. Uh, I have been in um, a few fist fights uh, throughout the years, um, and I have had to de-escalate situations. Um, mainly, a lot of this stems from when I was doing work um, through my college years as a locksmith. I had to go into some situations where there was um, some unhappy people uh, because anytime you're changing locks out, you're you're taking the old people that were supposed to be allowed there and uh, the new people don't want them there. And a lot of times that was uh, spicy. So anyway, I've got stories about that. That's kind of interesting. Um, and sometimes you get caught in the middle um, and you didn't know a certain situation existed so that's that's where that stems from I'm not trying to say I was out um, running missions or anything like that I'm just from my experience um, and the work I used to do um, I have some experience being in some crazy situations I guess um, now I kind of laugh at them but anyway I gave myself a four um, I've had some serious survival training um, in, uh, in the Arctic cold <laughs> um, and that's for real um, because even in the training there it's it's um, when you're in an austere environment uh, things training can turn deadly real quick so um, I think I've developed a good fighter mindset there uh, but again there's always room for improvement and um, the folks that used to do it every day for a living uh, maybe we're in the military running combat missions multiple tours and stuff like that uh, those guys probably get a four, uh, five but you know and I'm maybe I deserve a three I don't know but with what I know and what I think is realistic I say hey I got a four all right um, and then here's another category that I kind of tweaked and added here so skills of the family protector this is more like broad spectrum preparedness items um, when it comes to addressing threats you know have, do you have the ability to war game common ways to counter bad guys? Um, can you clear a home with your rifle or your pistol? Um, can you clear a building at all? 
have you been trained in in one one man clearing, um, which is not ideal. Clearing in general is not ideal, but can you do it? Um, can you fight with a firearm in and around vehicles? Um, that's another thing. Um, have you ever done security patrolling, like out in the bush, um, and been trained in that regard? Um, can you set up and defend a neighborhood, or at least have you had the training and resources um, that show you how to do that? Um, and then, of course, all the, the basic intelligence concepts that go with it. Um, I didn't want to set the bar too high uh, with, like, hey, not, not in this criteria is to the level of, oh, hey, I did this professionally, right? Most people didn't do that, and I just think it's a it's not beneficial to sit there and grade yourself against something that you can't go back and fix. Um, so uh, let's just say that uh, a five would be your training regularly in these, these areas, or at least um, seeking out study and, and studying. So I would give myself a three. Um, again, uh, when I was working for um, uh, the company that did tactical training and opened the doors to train with other folks that had different disciplines um, within the security complex. Um, and I, I was exposed to a lot of that. I had a lot of that training and um, spent a fair amount of time um, in the last 10 years studying those things and training those things. That being said, I'm a dad, I'm busy. And I don't think I've been putting the time in that's necessary to keep those items as sharp as they should be. So I gave myself a three. So that's where I'm at. Um, I think that, you, you know, it'd be a good idea to go through these items, uh, change what you like about, you know, or change what you didn't like, um, and maybe grade yourself on where you think you should be at. If you have no experience at all, or very little experience in comprehensive security, um, you know, maybe uh, maybe this helps you kind of springboard into getting some of that training or seeking that out. Um, overall, with where I scored myself, that you know, if you take all those items up and you multiply it by two, um, I think you get somewhere between seventy and seventy-four. So I got a 70 to 74%. That's a C to a C minus. Um, hey, this is what it is. Uh, with what I know and where I think I should be at, I'm at slightly average to below average. And, um, you know, I kind of want to be harsh with myself um, because, you know, not that I'm going to put myself into a depressed mode or anything like that, but if I'm a little bit harder on myself, then... Uh, I'll be ahead of where, I don't know, I'll be ahead of where um, a lot of folks are at. And that's the goal, uh, not to beat everybody else, but just to be ahead of where the average uh, family man is in our society. And I don't think they'd score very high if they were being honest. Um, I think the average family man probably isn't even aware that they should be doing these things or don't give these things any thought. So if you even if you scored a, a 50 out of 100, don't feel bad because uh, quite honestly, um, I don't know that many would score beyond uh, a 20. Quite honestly, I mean, if I'm being, if I'm looking at these things, I'm going, yeah, most folks are so into sports, which sports are fun, you know, 
or you know drinking beer on the weekends and and watching reality TV and stuff this stuff never comes across like, obviously the brand is uh, our goal is to support men and women to be better pr protectors and providers and create that, that culture and and pass that down as a legacy to our kids and kind of reclaim what it is to to be a tough American right and work hard and yeah um so that's where we're at that's what I think of myself right now. I reserve the right to downgrade myself as I learn more and, uh, you know, as I spend time or don't spend time. This is this is a moving test, right? Uh, so I'm going to do the work. I'm going to, in the areas, maybe I do some introspection and say, hey, you know, um, with the area that I maybe gave myself a four or a five, you know what? I'm thinking about it. No, I don't deserve that. And, uh, and I downgrade myself. Don't be afraid to do the same thing because... Um, a lot of times we're not as good as we think we are. <laughs> and then sometimes we're better than we think we are. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, friend. But, um, you know, do take some time to grade yourself. See where you're at. And then don't get too hung up on the score. Just go and fix the, the issues. Um, fix them. Spend some time over them. I'm going to try to get better at spending the time um, in the areas where I thought I should spend. Um, you know, I don't know what else to say uh, other than I am going to have a friend on. We were talking about doing a, a joint, um, having a guest on, uh, OG Steve. He's a good friend of mine. And uh, I think I'm going to have him on to discuss the security test here, his thoughts. Um, we'll do that soon, too. But other than that, man, it's good spending some time with you all again. Like I said, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving uh, weekend. And, um, you know, we'll be back next week. If not sooner, with another podcast, do me a favor. Go hit us up on social. Subscribe to our um, our digital magazine, please. Share, like, um, spread the word. If you like this, like what we're doing with this brand, and you can get behind it. And uh, God bless you. Hope you have a great weekend. Um, we'll talk to you soon.